This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. In those situations. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 podcast moderator. Before we get to anything else, let's talk about Frank Reich and your thoughts on the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Well, um, first of all, uh, Adam, sorry that I can't be on video. I don't know what's happening with my my my, uh, you've, my you've wired ne- internet here. I, I, was, I, was, I, even, I even wore a visor for you today, not a hat. A visor. You've never looked better, Will. Right, yeah, this is the best I've ever looked. Um, but And uh, this segment, by the way, is sponsored by uh, angry Carolina fans who got in my mentions about the foul discrepancy in the NC State game uh, this past weekend. Justin, Timmons, Hogan, I don't think you're in the market. You know who you are, people. Uh, maybe Matthew Cook, although he may have been talking about the, the foul discrepancy at, at Trinity Baptist in a youth basketball game. I'm not sure. Gotcha. At any rate, um, I would say that I think Frank Wright is an A-plus hire. I know that there, like the, the, the big complaint for people is probably the fact that Steve Wilkes wasn't retained after he went 5-5. Five and five. He's an interim head coach. He has a year prior as in Arizona where he, where he was a head coach. He kind of got a raw, he definitely got a raw deal there. I get it, man. Look, uh, Steve Wilkes is a really good person, a, a, good, a really good coach. Yeah. A, like and and like like the people in Charlotte love him. Like I, I know I have family in Charlotte that he is befriended, and like it is universally known throughout the city that he is a very very good person. He's loved by the fan base, loved by the locker room. I don't think that that should factor into deciding how we judge the Frank Reich hire because mm-hmm. Frank Reich, he went. I mean, he was he went, he had winning seasons three or five years, and he fired mid season, of course, this year by. Cuckoo Jamerson. Yes. With Indianapolis, he didn't have a a a starting quarterback, but he had he had different starting quarterbacks all five years. Every year, yes. It was Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Yep. That's crazy, man. Like there was no like no con- like like continuity whatsoever with the quarterback there. And I, I like I think that like I, I had Frank Rice in my top ten at one point, head coaches, he is steady. He is smart. He is a great game planner. He is aggressive analytically. That people don't really know that. Okay. He likes to go for it on fourth down. The locker room loves him. He is a player's coach. Good. And he is a quarterback developer, even though he didn't get a chance to do it in Indianapolis because Andrew Luck retired after one year. Um, I, I think it's an A-plus hire. I, 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 I said uh, – there's G4, ATW, one of these text threads I'm on. I, I said in November, I was like, look, David Tepper's going to take a swing for the fences and try to get Sean Payton. He's going to whiff, and he's going to, quote, unquote, settle for Dan Quinn or Frank Wright. Now, look, like he's settling, but like David Tepper, like this is like David Tepper doing what David Tepper doesn't want to do, but he's like doing the grown-up decision, and I applaud him for it. Okay, I mean, doing what he, like he, he wouldn't want to hire yeah, Frank? had to hire Frank Reich, okay, is what I'm saying. Okay, like, okay, I don't <laughs> and, know. And, and by, the, and by, by the way, this could be an A-plus-plus hire if, as is rumored, remember, when Frank Reich was the quarterback for the Panthers in 1995, mm-hmm. the first snap through the first touchdown, you know who his defensive coordinator was? His defensive coordinator uh, in, tw- in... 1995. In 1995 was uh, uh, Bill Belichick. Sangio. Oh, and 
the Panthers have already interviewed Vic Fangio to be the defensive coordinator this coming year. I like Vic Fangio. Oh, yeah. Vic Fangio with that personnel on that defense. Sure. And and Frank Wright running the offense, and you bring in Jacoby Brissett as your veteran, like, you know, like bridge quarterback and then draft somebody. That is, like, you got me in on the Panthers, man. Okay. If Tom Brady leaves, if Tom Brady leaves the division and, and, the, and the Falcons don't trade for uh, 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 Michael Vick 2.0, a.k.a. right-handed or right-handed Michael Vick, Lamar ja- Lamar uh, Jackson, I mean, right. I'm in. All right, look, you're, uh, you, you haven't know, sold me on it it's yet. A bad, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. No, no, you, ha- you haven't sold me on it yet, but like, I, I'm not quite an A+. Plus. Um, I do think that it's a good hire. I am not anti-Frank Reich. Um I am more. I am more about. Uh, I was pro Steve Wilkes. And by the way, I elevated five and five to six and six. I don't know how I got six and six in my head because uh, I've just done the math. And if Matt Rule was fired at one and four, then there's no way Steve Wilkes could have gone six and six because that's uh, illegal. They played too many games at by that the way, point. Frank Reich also fits my um, like my my coaching replacement ex girlfriend theory, where like <laughs> these owners or these these GMs always go in the like total opposite direction of whoever they just got rid of like like you know matt, like matt rule was the completely unproven college coach who wears khakis for five straight days and like doesn't have any lick a lick of offensive acumen and now and frank reich is like the very subtle and subdued you know straightforward veteran uh, nfl coach i, I like i like that i like the move well okay uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you like the move. Now b- about getting a quarterback, um, a bridge quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. Chances are, chances that the Panthers trade up in the first round to get a quarterback. I think it's well. So it, 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 this is a really interesting idea because one, Scott Fitterer loves to trade. Mm-hmm. Two, he mostly likes to trade back. Right. But the I believe number five pick. Because Indy is at Arizona's three, Indy's four, Seattle is at five. Scott Federer came from Seattle. You know who likes to really trade back? John <laughs> Schneider in Seattle. Right. You know who would you know who would definitely like to trade back and get more picks because they already have their quarterback in theory? Yes. Arizona. Do you know what would be really funny? If Frank Reich and Jacoby Brissett leapfrogged and Scott Federer leapfrogged the Colts and Jim Mercy and Jeff Saturday, who they're definitely hiring, by the way. They're gonna hire Jeff Saturday. Four. Oh yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Wow, sadly, yeah, I know. Um, I think three and five are very good landing spots for the Panthers if they want to trade off. Now, it's also possible that they say we're going to go Jacoby and we're going to sit at nine and see if somebody falls to us. Like if CJ Stroud could get down there, yeah. you you sort of wait and play that game and be like, you know, worst case scenario, we we go to 2023 knowing that we're going to try and win games with a competent coach and hopefully. You know, like, like worst case scenario, we have a high draft pick again. We get a Drake May, a Caleb Williams. I mean, I, I don't think they will be hyper aggressive about trading up, but I say that knowing that David Tepper is prone to bizarre mistakes. Yes. Um, look, I don't know if it would be a mistake. I just know that drafting a quarterback in the first round, uh, especially since there are no slam dunks here, um, like if you were drafting cool. Andrew Luck then it would be one thing if you were drafting uh and it, look some some uh, by, by the way if you were I, drafting I, Joe I Burrow it would be one thing last um last week i believe you go like not you but anyone who wants to listen to it can go hear Brady Quinn on the Pick Six podcast talking about it he he put uh Bryce Young 
ahead of Trevor Lawrence, behind Joe Burrow in terms of his pre like pre draft grades. Uh huh. Which is insanely high. Like I have not heard anyone else do that. And Brady, Brady, I believe Brady's quote was, "When I'm feeling down, I just go and watch Bryce Young tape." Oh wow. That uh, makes you feel some type of way. Good for uh, – I'm glad that Brady feels that way about quarterbacks. I actually think that Bryce Young is the best quarterback. My fear about Bryce Young is that he's too small and it will get broken. Uh, that really is my only uh, reservation about Bryce Young is that he's just right. I mean, going to break. A, there's, a, there's a quarterback from Raleigh or, you know, from Raleigh or Madison, wherever you want to – from who you know did okay in Seattle, right? But he wasn't. <laughs> he was not small. He was short, but he was not small. Bryce Young is yeah. both. Yeah, but like I mean, Russell was really good at avoiding hits. And I mm-hmm. think Bryce is pretty good about that too. I mean, like that's that's the whole thing, man. You can be like you can be Josh Allen or Carson Wentz or Cam Newton if you don't know how to. Right. If you don't know what kind of hits you have to avoid, you're you're not going to stay healthy in the NFL. I mean, that's the bottom line. And Russell, like Russell is definitely, like, thicker than Bryce yeah. Young, for sure. No doubt about it. But, like, Russ has always been good about avoiding contact. And Tom Brady was good at it. Peyton Manning was good at it. Like, you would see Peyton just drop out of nowhere. Like, even when he was, like, five years in the NFL, he would just drop in the middle of the pocket rather than take a big sack. I mean, that's that's just, you know, that's just smart, intelligent quarterback. Now, I'm not saying Bryce Young will do that. I'm just, you know, I think it's – I don't know that it's necessarily about – your size and stature so much as as it is about your football intelligence. And Bryce Young has it. I just don't – he certainly won't be there at nine. You're going to have to trade up to get him. No no, no chance he'll be there. And I don't think C.J. Stroud will be there at nine, too. I think most people believe that at nine you're going to be looking at more than likely Anthony Richardson of Florida, who a lot of people think has incredible raw ability, but obviously has not put consistent performances – on tape at the University of Florida. But we do have two very important football games because we won't know who's in the Super Bowl until we watch these two football games coming up on Sunday night. And the first game is in Philadelphia. It's the 49ers and the Eagles. Will Brinson is back with us. Pick 6 podcast moderator, CBSSports.com. NFL, uh, senior NFL writer. All right, let's get to who doesn't write anymore, yeah, whatever, which is great. Whatever works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brock Purdy didn't play well, I thought, against Dallas. How good does he have to play for the 49ers to win this game in Philly? Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year to, and we go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Um, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's about Brock Purdy so much. I, I I think this game hinges on Nick Sirianni, honestly, and what the Eagles' offensive game plan will be coming out of the gates. And I said this last week about the Bills and the Bengals, right? Right. Bengals needed to come out and throw early and throw often and get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hand quickly and force the Bills to really – because, you know, they were missing – no Von Miller, young pass rushers – Force them on their heels defensively. You're in the snow. Right. You, you know, you just get your guys open. And it, like, 
the Eagles also have to do the same thing, basically. And we've seen them do And this is kind of interesting because we've seen them do it twice. Against the Steelers and the Titans this year, the Eagles did not run their basic offense or they're not their, their, their convoluted, you know, uh, you know, read option offense that features Jalen Hurts pounding the ball down low and Miles Sanders on these, you know, just plays that make the linebackers and the, the secondary just deal with all kinds of, you know, like the like eye candy and stuff. Right. Right. Um, instead, what they did was just let Jalen Hurts wing it early. And if you, if you look at the Niners, and it's it's tough because both the Niners and the Eagles really haven't played anybody when you start diving into their schedules. Right. But the the Niners run defense, their front seven is so much better than their back end. And if they if if Nick Sirianni comes out and lets Jalen Hurts throw it downfield against with with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, you got Dallas Goddard eating over the middle, and the running backs, you know, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell can catch it too. Like this is where that this is where you force the 49ers hand and you make Brock Purdy become the the catalyst for their offense as opposed to you know letting their defense operate and then Brock Purdy just makes the easy throws and does the, the Kyle Shanahan stuff. If the Eagles do that, this could be a runaway train for Philadelphia. Like like it like like really ugly where Philly wins by 17 plus. If they if they try to pound the ball in the 49ers front seven and they don't let Jalen Hurts attack early, then you really hand the, you really like give sort of the you know the the you give the the, the offense over like you you you, may, you let Kyle you let Kyle Shanahan become offensive right and mm-hmm. that allows him to do what he wants to do where you have guys running wide open across the middle Eagles are pretty good about stopping those but you 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 don't want to let Kyle Shanahan get his game scripts going you want him to become defensive with his offense and then that sounds weird but if the Eagles attack vertically with their with their passing game. It could get ugly if they don't. I think the Forty ers win. All right, um, let's let's. We have about a, a minute and a half here. Uh, Cincinnati is at Kansas City. Uh, I think the Bengals have been the best team the last six, seven weeks. Uh, I don't know what what version of Patrick Mahomes we're going to get on a high ankle sprain, unless it's not a high ankle sprain, which what they said it was. Uh, how do you is see that? Sunday, is Sunday is Sunday still in the month of January? It is. Oh, that's weird because Joe Burrow doesn't lose in January, Adam. He doesn't. He just. He just doesn't. He's never lost in January, and that's not like that's not even like the Trevor Lawrence doesn't lose on Saturday, uh, like like the silly stat. This right. is like Joe Burr. Like he's ice cold, man. He doesn't lose in January. He shows up and plays big. And look, this is gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a fun game. It's on CBS. You can stream it on Paramount Plus too. <laughs> um, but but like, look, Mahomes is he's gimpy. I think they're making a show of it to make everyone think he's healthy. He's not. He the the Chiefs have lived over the last five years on Mahomes making plays on third down, either extending it out outside the pocket or running with his legs to pick up the first down. He won't be able to do that this week. I think the I think the Bengals win by seven points. Bengals and who you got? Is it Forty ers or Eagles? Who you Bengals got? Bengals and Eagles. Bengals and Eagles. But I, I, I my heart kind of wants the Forty ers all right, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm the same My way. Wallet and head want the Eagles. The the uh, I like the Eagles in the game, but I want the 49ers to yeah. be in the Super Bowl. Uh, it would be uh, plus my wife's a 49ers fan, so uh, I'll just go. Uh, quarterback to ever start a Super Bowl game, too. By the way, right, pretty does. Mister Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft that would be phenomenal. Uh, I'll bet there's an interview with him. 
Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.